Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Brez, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, we've had torrential downpour here the last... Really? This is definitely today. Yeah. Today, um, I don't know, probably four inches, five inches of rain today. Well, that sounds insulting. Yeah. <laughs> um, right at like prime time, like right at eight o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So just throws, just shits on the morning. Just shits on the morning. And are you guys uh, afraid to drive in the rain in San Antonio? Does it when, screw I up mean, your schedule? Like, I, there's not a place on earth that would want, where people would be like, oh yeah, I'm cool driving in that. Like how okay. it was today. It was like, all right. I mean- it can only rain so hard, right? Right. If you imagine the top five times that you've seen it rain the hardest, they're all about the same. Yeah, yeah. I was in a, like, uh, I was in New Orleans in a uh, my first tropical storm. <laughs> I didn't realize I went to it, and uh, yeah, I tried to cross the street, uh, Canal Street, and uh, that was dumb. I was drenched. It was. Yeah. Ridiculous. So I mean, it can only rain so much, right? Mm-hmm. Winds are a different story, but it can only rain so much. Mm-hmm. And so it just gets to a point like that's kind of how it was for about an hour today. And um, was this predicted? Like that hurricane yeah, in Florida? Is- no, it's it's just it's just I don't know. It, this is like not this is not a time of the year that it would normally rain like this. Okay. So this All is right. sort of out of the ordinary. And I mean, it was in the forecast, but it wasn't like, holy shit, this is going to be some <laughs> wild shit. Like it okay. wasn't like that. All right. Um, so it was just, but like, it's more of just the time. Mm-hmm. You know, if that happens at 6 a.m., it's not as big of a deal. It happens like fucking right in like, you know, the like. The start produ- of the day. Right. And like, yeah. you know, new patient time production time you know mm-hmm. and so it's just like god like it, it that's got to be the shittiest time of the day for a dental office to have rain right mm-hmm. yeah it because it just screws the whole rest of the day yeah well that's you the get, thing it's such a domino effect especially if you're right. you're tight tightly packed and it's a yeah. full day that's domino. the deal. It's the domino Fuck. effect of that. And then like stuff gets pushed off till later. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're sitting around doing nothing for 90 minutes while it's raining. And then it's just balls out. You know what I mean? Just, mm-hmm. so it's just like, that's, it's just fucking don't like, I don't know. Why doesn't it ever do that at like 1145? Yeah. <laughs> so I can have a nice lunch. Nice long lunch or, or night at three o'clock. So I can go home early. Yeah, or, no, well, maybe no, home, just but. right at 8 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. Just shit in the middle of my morning so that it it just makes the rest of the day a whole, you know, battling to catch up the whole rest of the day. God's so. trying you. He he knows you can you can take it. He's proven it. <laughs> I mean, it just, I don't, you know, I, I people don't want to come in anyway. Mm-hmm. And so if you put rain into it, it just is mm-hmm. like, you know, you put weather into it. There's other industries I see like memes and stuff like that. It's like, you know, I don't think any customers will come in with a rain like this. Like, and then it shows like customers and they're like at the door. That doesn't happen in dentistry. Any no. little excuse for people to not show up, they're going to take to not show up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, Yeah. <laughs> One of my pet peeves. It's just, uh, yeah, it, the Corona was a great thing to, for the get out of jail free for this last year. Uh, any little hiccup of anything, uh, our heat wave, you know, uh, yeah. we last week for just four Too days. to come in. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck? You have how a car, is it? Right? <laughs> it I didn't understand. Car. Yeah. And I didn't know that there was a temperature at which it wasn't safe to get your teeth cleaned outside, which is not where we are. We're inside in the air conditioning. Like that doesn't. Exactly doesn't make any sense so yeah any little excuse people use they will find and that's it's been raining a lot and then today mm-hmm. was like 
crazy. And yesterday I was leaving the office and I could see like off in the distance, like, oh, there's some shit coming this way. Mm-hmm. And it rained like that for about 45 minutes yesterday, but that was like at 5.30, 5.45 in the evening. No big deal, yeah. right? That's, it was great. Perfect. It was nice. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, this morning it was like, I heard it raining when I woke up, but it wasn't raining too hard. I left the house. It was like sprinkling. By the time I got to the office, it was like, that's like a three minute drive. Like by the time I got to the office, it was raining very hard and like it just escalated for like the next hour. Just really bad. Like really, really rough. Damn. Fortunately, it didn't lose power, which is there's nothing worse than when the dental office is in power because there's nothing we can do. There's yeah. absolutely zero. You cannot do anything without any power. No, no. I think I've lost power twice ever. There's so. just, there's nothing you can and do. It was terrible. You can't recover. You, it's not like, oh, well, you could, you know, it's like, all right, x-rays are down. Well, you can chart and you can probe and you can do an exam and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. If power's out, you just can do nothing. You are just, com- we are put completely handicapped. Yeah. Yeah, we so, had uh, an earthquake in Seattle like 20 years ago. And I, oh, I just covered my patient's mouth so no dust landed in the rubber dam. Waited a couple minutes and then uh, <laughs> finished. Barely what about Mount St. Helens? You, my, you're, my, you're too young to have been practicing during yeah, that, right? I was 10. I was okay. 10. But with that, did that affect Seattle? Uh, not really. Because no, all okay. the ash went east. And okay. so eastern Washington was all snowed in. And uh, we were just like, huh, whatever. It's like Sucks a Sunday to be morning. Them. Yeah, it was Sunday morning, so it didn't really. We were we we were ready for it. Uh, everybody was predicting it, telling everybody to clear out. And there were a bunch of stubborn people that got swallowed what? up in the mudslide. Yeah, one guy, uh, Harry Truman. I remember his name, but it was so close to you know the president. And uh, his name was Harry Truman, and his his cabin is now under fifty feet of mud. Still or to just, this day. Yeah, they never went and recovered him. They said, "Fuck, Fuck it. him." That guy's yeah, an we, asshole. We warned him. <laughs> That's what would happen to us if we ended up in, in, in a mudslide. Fuck uh-huh. them. Uh-huh. This podcast sucked anyway. They had it coming. They deserved it. Um, <laughs> so we we covered the Benko list last week. Yes, we did. It's always fun. Um, yeah. I saw uh, Gina uh, had sent something or posted something yeah. that said that she had a three-hour drive and she spent the first half of the drive listening to the, the Benko list and then immediately called Howard Ferran. Uh-huh. And told him that <clears throat> that we called him Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan of dentistry. Right. And he was immediately like, he he loved it. He loved that. He was he was down for that. Awesome analogy. He 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 was there for it. He enjoyed it. Um, and then he followed me on Twitter. Oh, right after. So you know, I've got like this direct line now into the man. How yeah, you do? I there can, you go. I can tweet him. Damn. Any, anybody can tweet him at any time. Shh, yeah, don't was, tell anybody. I, I don't, tell anybody it up. don't tell anyone. Um, so I can tweet Howard. I've been thinking, what should I tweet at him? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just don't tweet much. I, I can't even think of anything. You only get good. one chance to make a first impression, Lance, and so I it's really true. want to make it good. Yeah, don't fuck this up. <laughs> do you remember the Jerky Boys? I do. <laughs> when I was in high school, the Jerky Boys were big. And okay. by high school, I mean like they probably came out like when I was like late middle school, like eighth grade. But okay, um, my friends and I were really into the Jerky Boys, and we would we would trade these like bootleg tapes. You know, it's like okay. before. I mean, the Jerky Boys had CDs. Right. There's like one of your friends had a CD, and so then you like make a copy of it uh-huh. onto a tape, and you trade these tapes around, and they'd get yeah. you know like all like there'd be parts of them that had been rewound and replayed too many times to be frayed. Yeah. So you just listened to all these tapes and there were like other calls on these tapes. Some of these tapes had other calls like weren't jerky boys. Okay. Um, and, and so it was just, you know, it was kind of like this old, I guess the, the, the like torrent days of like Napster and LimeWire uh-huh. and stuff like that. There's kind of a, a similar sort of deal, but you weren't really trading physical media at that point. You were just trading files, right? But this was like sure. the, the trading around of physical media. And so there used to be in my high school... There's kind of this like right outside the cafeteria. Nobody, nobody cool ate in the cafeteria. Okay. Everybody who was cool ate outside the cafeteria, like this little like like um, foyer that was like okay. kind of between the cafeteria and the school. The commons, so, like school proper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's like where everybody cool ate. 
And this mm. was like 90. See, I'm unfamiliar with uh, where the cool kids ate. <laughs> I was never never there. there. But you knew where it was. I don't even think they even told me the location. Okay, you didn't even know. There's just like, <laughs> it's somewhere else. I am so outer darkness here. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> um, so this is 93, 94, okay. 95, like that range. Mm-hmm. Cowboys were good. That's how long ago it was the Dallas oh. Cowboys were good. Um, it, so nobody had cell phones and like a couple of the cool kids had beepers. That was it. Mm -hmm. And so, so then there was a payphone on the wall. And so the, the, the entertainment at at lunch would a lot of times be, um, us, you know, using like a precious quarter Mm -hmm. because we didn't have a ton of them, you know, in, in the payphone to prank call somebody, okay, whoever. Like yeah. what, whatever it may be like, and basically just running jerky boys bits is all it was sure. like yeah, doing the jerky boys voice and all of that. <laughs> um, and so we used to do all those stupid, like jerky boys calls. So it's just like, I'm kind of like, wouldn't mind like if there was sort of a prank tweet yeah. version <laughs> that we could do to Howard as my first tweet to him. Yeah. Just say, I, you know, just pop off sizzle chest. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great callback. <laughs> Old sizzle chest. Um, I, a big one used to be, you probably are like, this is more your generation than mine. Is like, hey, uh, do you have Prince Albert in a can? Right. Should yeah. I tweet him that? Do you have Prince Albert yeah. in a can? Well, yeah. and then the, I think like, that's so my you, mom's generation. You, so. you would call a store and you would say that, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And then if they said yes, you say. Let him out. Better let him out. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Is your refrigerator okay. running? Go fucking, catch it. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the next one. Is your refrigerator running? You better go catch it. It's fucking hours of endless entertainment, yeah. that. Mm-hmm. this And now kids today can just watch fucking anything they want on YouTube, anytime, mm-hmm. anywhere. And like, we had that. That's what we had. That was right. our YouTube, was uh-huh. calling the fucking grocery store and asking them that Prince Albert in a can. And uh-huh. then if they do, they better, better let them know. Now, is that the same Prince Albert that has a piercing? I've always been, like, is the tobacco guy and the piercing guy the same guy? Because that dude fucking parties. If that's the same guy... I think that's Captain Morgan, isn't it? But no, it's a Prince <laughs> Albert is the piercing in the tip of the penis. Oh, that probably... <laughs> is that the same fucking guy? I guess it... I, I think it is. Like, dude, just hammering cigarettes or pipes, I guess. I don't know. I don't, are you supposed to roll Prince Albert in, like, into a homemade cigarette? Or is it to go into a pipe? Are you Googling Prince Albert? Because this is going to get rough. You should safe search this by far. Uh-oh. All right. It's too late. It's already in my search history. I think oh, the NSA God. is going to come talk to me. Oh, oh wow. God. Everything you should know before getting a Prince Albert piercing. Is this from uh, like WebMD or what? Healthline. <laughs> Great. You've got it. If you're going to get. Um, this is the first thing that came up. Oh, Infinite body piercing. I'm going to search for Prince Albert in a can. Oh, wow. That's worse. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I'm gonna back out of this one. I gotta delete my history right now. I'm sorry. Oh shit! I can't go away. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> from a tobacco standpoint, if you look on Wikipedia, Prince Albert Tobacco okay. is an American brand of hand rolled cigarette and pipe tobacco. So you could use it either way. You could use it either way. It was uh, introduced by the R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company in 1907. It's been owned since 1987 by John Middleton Inc. Um, <laughs> there it does say this on Wikipedia. The brand is the basis of a practical joke usually made in the form of a prank call. The prankster typically calls a store and asks if they have Prince Albert in a can. When the unsuspecting clerk responds yes, because the tobacco is typically packaged in a can, although other forms of packaging also existed, the caller follows up with, well, you'd better let him out or similar. This is on fucking Wikipedia. Oh, fuck. I thought it was condensed milk. No, Prince Albert is tobacco. All right. Condensed milk. Do you want to drink a white creamy stuff called Prince Albert? Who doesn't? <laughs> um, well, they do have several. They have Prince Albert, Prince Albert Crimp Cut, Prince yeah. Albert Cherry yeah. Vanilla. That's Eagle Brand. Prince Albert Soft Vanilla Cavendish, which I think is banana. Cavendish is banana. Mm. And then Prince Albert Mellow. So you do have multiple flavor profiles there that you can go. Um, do you remember there used to be these prank websites like when the internet first started, like in ninety 
97. Um, I, it used to be any, any celebrity, any celebrity ate my balls. And I, the one (laughs) I specifically remember was Jonathan Taylor Thomas ate my balls. And it was just a website that just had a bunch of pictures of whatever celebrity. Uh huh. And it just said at the top of the deal, ate my balls. That's funny. It says, uh, this is also on Wikipedia. Jesus ate my balls is one of the earliest examples of an internet meme. It was widely shared in the late nineties when adherents created web pages to depict a particular celebrity fictional character or other subjects zeal for eating testicles. (laughs) Eating or gargle. Is that how are you? Often this so <laughs> weirdly worded zeal for eating testicles. Often the site would consist of humorous fict- uh, of a humorous fictitious story or comic featuring edited photos about the titular individual. <laughs> the photo editing titular. was often crude and featured the character next to a comic book style speech and a thought balloon. The fad was started in 1996 by Nahal Patel the king of comedy, a student at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign with a Mr. T ate my balls webpage. How fucking high do you have to be to be the first one to do that? Uh, I'll take very high, Alex. (laughs) Later, the meme also featured subjects like Chewbacca, Monica Lewinsky, Mr. Spock, Britney Spears, Pokemon, and eBay. eBay ate my balls. That's weird. Huh. Very strange. Um, yes. Many of these websites were deleted, often due to the shutdown of early free website hosts such as GeoCities. GeoCities, yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, so we could oh, say, man. like, I don't know, like Howard Fran ate my balls. <laughs> um, Hashtag I, it. See if that becomes a trend on uh, Twitter. <laughs> how about just, um, <laughs> hey, Howard... Howard D's nuts. <laughs> I feel like that's a winner. Howard uh, D's nuts. Okay. <laughs> I think we've we figured it out. <laughs> I'm gonna do it right now. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> oh God, I hope he didn't follow my professional account because he really don't want to tweet that for my professional account. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. I have to do this. Yeah, I can't. You, you, I can't not do it. Exactly. It, you, it. It's. You have no choice. Yeah. All right. He's following my professional account. Um. I. I should hit him with a follow back. Don't you think that's that seems like it's. It's. Yeah. It does. Seem it seems right. like it's. Um. Like. Uh. The etiquette there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> hey, Howard. Big fan. Gina Dorfman loves you. Hey, Howard. Yees. <laughs> Is it just one word, Howard Dees? No. <laughs> I. I'm, then I'm going to put, how about this? Detola's protege. There you go. <laughs> Hashtag. At Howard Friend, hey Howard, big fan. Gina Dorfman loves you. Hey Howard, these nuts. <laughs> hashtag Detola's protege. Your tweet was sent. <laughs> this feels to me like um, like I felt in high school when I would make those. I can't believe okay. I did that from my fucking practice account. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. The shit I get into for the show, Lance. Uh, it's worth it. This show that is an advice show. We did it. That was 18 Mm. minutes of that. Jesus Christ. (laughs) We answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strapped out dentists and dental team members with their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They're the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question. Do we, Lance? Oh, fuck no. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, who's the best dental celebrity to tweet shit at? Because we all know that Buffalo Bill Dorfman is the <laughs> best dental celeb to prank tweet of all time. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Do you think Gordon Christensen likes Bill Dorfman? I I think so. In a grandfatherly way, he just likes everyone. I'd see, I, do you think I, there's, I, 
I think he's I, maybe I not say, deep down. I would but. say hard hard pass <laughs> for Gordon on. Here's the real question: Does is Gordon like Pizza Man? I mean, I'm sure he has no idea who he does, is. Does he let Jesus take the wheel? Sure, but they are both of the does same he shoot tribe. From the hip? They are they are mm. both of the same. Uh, uh, one in name only. Well, yeah, but that's <laughs> uh, you know. Well, that's a lot of them. Um. Yeah, I I. I could see some hip shooting, but I don't think, uh, and they'll probably let Jesus take the wheel, but uh, there's probably not a lot of pizza happening. <laughs> uh, Reddit user Kaz101 asks, my dentist asked me if I masturbated while trying to hypnotize me. Weird story, but basically my 20 female parents sent me to get hypnotized by my dentist about three years ago when I was 18. Theory was he did some work on my brother's teeth with no meds using hypnosis, and somehow it led to my parents taking me to him to get over my fear of driving. I know it's weird. Starts off asking about my job, then if I have had a boyfriend, girlfriend, lovers, and then if I masturbate. I leave the room upset, and my parents talk to him, and he says some stuff about me going to church or youth group. Go home and never talk about it again. I am left feeling like I overreacted and was being stupid. Now, years later, I tell my therapist about it, and to my shock, she is disgusted and suggests reporting it, but I'm so scared. Update. My God, it's currently 3.30 a.m. in Australia right now, and I can't express the shock I'm in to all these comments. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I was generally shocked when my therapist's reaction and seeing... These comments has definitely been a wake-up call. I'm worried that because I cannot remember the specific date or anything that no one will believe me. I hope, hope, hope that he hasn't hurt anyone, that he was never left alone with unconscious patients. Uh, if he was just hypnotizing people, no, they were not unconscious. Um, my parents aren't terrible people, and I think part of them regrets how they reacted. I think they were in shock as well. My mom has told me that they did not want to act too upset and fear that it would distress me further. But I remember when I left the room and was begging my parents to leave and they just went back in with him and talked about it. One of his female employees sat with me and mistakenly called the doctor her husband. I said something like, I'm sorry, I know he's your husband, but... And she inter interrupted and started talking about her dead husband, which mortified me a bit and honestly made the situation more bizarre. I will 100% be taking this further. I am anxious and I have no idea what will happen, but I know it's the right thing to do. There is a lot going on there, Lance. <clears throat> so is hypnotism, is that considered medicine? Like psychology, psychiatry? I don't think so, right? It's, I mean, I don't, it's garbage, right? It, yeah, it, it's, it's hoo-ha, who, who, it's bullshit. But my only thing, my first thought was, okay, if you're using hypnosis to get over dental fear and do dentistry, fine. But if you're using it to help someone get over their fear of driving... That's outside your lane and outside the scope. It's kind of like us giving antibiotics for somebody because they have a, they're sick. Well, if it has nothing to do with our dentistry, then that's practicing medicine without a license. We can only right. prescribe for what we do. It just seems like he's, he's overreaching. But that's the thing. Like, this is like a weird middle where it's like, it's obvious, like this is bullshit. So no one has like taken the time to write down like, hey, you can't fucking hypnotize yeah. people about other shit. Because I, I don't think any dental board would be like, we need to specifically spell out that dentist shouldn't do this. Right. It's like going to your dentist because he d reads tarot cards for you. And he's right. Gonna... It would be like no one would, no fucking board <laughs> yeah. would ever think like we need to tell these fuckers not yeah. to do tarot card readings. It's fucking stupid and you should be smart enough to throw that shit away. Like, but... What else do we have to tell these guys not to do? Like, remember, wipe, wipe uh, front yeah. to back, never, never back yeah. to front. Um Hypnotism's bullshit, right? Yeah. Although I, I know Ashley Goodman in San Diego is big proponent of it, does a bunch with it. I just no, uh, it's, I'm not. I'm never in including that in my practice. Have you ever been to one of those hypnotism shows? I have. They're okay. very fun. I, did you get hypnotized? No, I thought it was very entertaining, but I was kind of you know. Eyebrow up, kind of going, oh, come on. But. I'm pretty sure those people are plants, though, right? No, I've had friends. We did, it was our high school 
Um, actually, my high school graduation, we had a party afterwards, and at like 2 a.m., and the hypnotist came on and, and hypnotized oh, friends of mine. So you're all fucking hammered. Right. Well, I was warm at the time, so no. Um, okay. But the, and, everyone else was, or? No, it was it, it was a chaperoned school-sanctioned kind of thing, so it was also for verboten. I'm sure there are people that found ways to get a hip flask and all that kind of stuff in there. But even my daughter, uh, I was chaperone for my oldest uh, graduation party and they did a hypnotist as well. So I've seen probably half dozen shows over the years and uh, they're not plants. One of my, one of my good friends, Lance Hepler down in uh, Vancouver. Um, yeah. He got hypnotized and was acting pretty, pretty funny. So I asked him, I said, were you, do you remember? And he goes, Oh, I totally remember the whole damn thing. It's just that when he suggested I, I strip, sure. He took off his shirt and swung it around and was wow. acting and hammered and this, it up. this was when he was in high school. Yeah. So I didn't witness him doing it, but he described the experience. And I witnessed some of my friends from high school doing things that I'm like, that's not them. So you know a dentist who does hypnotism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on a social and- media group that I used to be a part of before Facebook and everything. Instead of local anesthesia or in addition to local anesthesia? Just in addition. People that weren't responding, people that were anxious and phobic. Um, I think he also did conscious sedation, but I think he had hypnotism as uh, as an alternative in there as well. If you give me the option of a f- syringe full of midazolam or <laughs> hypnotism, if I've got both those bullets in my, in my, uh, in my gun, I'm shooting the midazolam. Hell yeah. I just, it seems to me like, I, I, uh, I think like at a hypnotism show, mm-hmm. those people, if they're not plants, they want to be hypnotized, right? I, I think it's- They're it's, there for entertainment. They want to be part of the show. Because right. what so, they did when we were in the uh, high school experience, we had to do something. We had to concentrate and there were volunteers, but some people got hypnotized in the crowd. They said, who's acting funny? Come on up on the stage. And I, I held my thumbs together. I did whatever I'm supposed to do and fuck nothing happened. So I was like, this is, didn't work for me. I wonder, I'd love to, I, there has to be some study on this, right? Somebody at some point Probably. has to have done some kind of study on, on hypnotism and dentistry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the idea of using, to me, the idea, if I saw a dentist in town, was advertising hypnotism, I would automatically assume that they were full of shit, right? Yeah, I would think quack for sure. Right. I, I don't know that Ash ever really uh, advertised it. I think it was just something that uh, the reputation got around that hypnotism was uh, available. But who knows? Maybe he did advertise that. He's retired now, so it's hard to say. Um... I don't see anything when I just search hypnotism dentistry. Mm-hmm. There is an article from 1948 hmm. that's just hypnotism and dentistry, but there's no abstract available, and obviously it's from fucking. What did Weston Price write this one? So there's no. It's uh, written by Fourcade R L Fourcade in the review of. Um, Odontal Paran, Parana. I don't know what journal that is. Let's Google it. Here's the Journal of Multidisciplinary Care Decisions in Dentistry, 2000, 2020. Hypnotherapy in the dental setting. Okay, you search for hypnotherapy. No, I said hypnosis. That's what I searched, but... This came up. Hypnosis, anesthesia, pain management, and preparation for medical procedures. The article closes with a discussion of the stronger evidence-based applications of hypnosis in healthcare and the need for well-trained, certified hypnosis practitioners. Wow. This is from the Annals of Palliative Medicine. Love them anals. <laughs> you said anals. A person low in hypnotic ability may be may benefit from alternative therapeutic inventions. 
interventions. However, the majority of medical patients will benefit from the integration of adjunctive hypnotic therapies in their medical and dental care. Wow. Interesting. So maybe there is something. I don't know. I just feel like you have to, if you're, uh, you know, we've, we've had, we've all had those patients that are just like recalcitrant to anything, right? Mm -hmm. Like they tell you, it takes me five carpules of anesthesia Mm -hmm. to get numb, you know, and you do all that stuff you put, and then you sedate them and they're, you know, acting totally fine after doing your, what, what would normally put someone else on their ass. I just think like those patients, those are the patients that would benefit from it. I just don't feel like it's going to work. I think it only works in people that want it to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Placebo effect is real. So sure. And I feel like that's why that works on those stage shows is because like everyone wants to be part of the show. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And so you get somebody who's super anxious and super like upset and not wanting to be there. And then I just don't think that it's going to work very well on them. Mm Mm-hmm. There's another article in the SAD Dig. I don't know what that is. S A A D Digest. Let me see if I can click on it. If it tells me, it doesn't really tell me anything. Um, the role of hypnotherapy in dentistry. While pharmacological sedation affords a temporary respite and helps a patient to cope with a single procedure, hypnosis can effectively allow for both an excellent sedation in a physiological way and the treatment of patient's anxiety or substantially decrease the doses used for sedative and analgesic drugs when these are needed. So again, I don't know what this SAD digest is, S-A-A-D, mm-hmm. um, but it seems like there's a couple articles that like, hey, like this is something. Uh, let's see, the SAD Probably. digest is the Journal of the Society for the Advancement of Anesthesia in Dentistry and has been published regularly from London, UK since 1970. Hmm. Um, okay, so regardless, like setting aside using <laughs> hypnosis for dentistry, uh-huh. dentists probably shouldn't be hip- hypnotizing people for other shit, right? I should be dental-related only. I, I, think, I feel like that's probably yeah, true. They got an eating disorder? Oh, let me hypnotize you. I think we're... Outside uh, our license. So fear just, of driving would be too. What does masturbating have to do with the fear of driving? And if this was a, if, if this was a 47-year-old man who was 35 pounds morbidly obese, you think he's asking that question? Hey, 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 Theo, hey, Theo. You like to, you like to rub that pud every once in a while? What's the deal? What's up? What's ever, up? With uh, that? You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> look deeply into this of a uh, Turkish prison. Look deeply into this twirling umbrella. Well, I don't know what <laughs> this fucking um, pocket yeah. watch. I don't know whatever whatever they fucking are using to hypnotize them. Hey, hey Theo. Hey, you like to work that meat? Hey, <laughs> hey Theo. You ever flogged that dolphin? So, like what? This is. Do you like, the, the, do you like uh, kombucha? This question was only fucking asked because this was an 18-year-old woman uh-huh. who uh-huh. obviously they were attracted to and is trying yeah. to, I don't know. Is, yeah. is this, is this thing, do, you think, do you think this dentist is thinking that this is going to turn into something in the office or is this he's just like making a deposit into the spank bank for later? Could be that both or, or grooming for later. This this is fucking sickening. Whoever this guy is should lose his license. Oh fuck yeah, absolutely. I I would have been pro losing license just when you said the word hypnotizing. <laughs> I was leaning on that, although I've been swayed off of that a little bit by a couple of journal articles. Yeah, that I haven't fully read. I read one sentence out of the abstract, yeah. so it, like, I'm not going to pretend to be yeah. a fucking uh, evidence based uh, champion on this. Uh-huh. Um, but um, all right, like I'll give you that. All right, maybe some people it could help and easing their anxiety about dentistry. When you start asking a girl if she's rubbing one out, like this is, this is uh, the, the toughest of tough looks. That um, is, you're just going to start talking about the dolls and where they touched you on it. Yeah. So. And I, I'm kind of thinking like when stuff like this happens, it's just like, just fucking take their license. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, like if you perf a uh, endo, whatever, 
if you have an implant that fails or like you, uh, I don't know, a, a shitty bone graft that, that doesn't take or a sinus lift that gets infected or like that shit happens. Mm-hmm. But like <laughs> asking a girl, trying to, trying to hypnotize an 18 year old female mm-hmm. because she's scared of driving and then asking her if she has a boyfriend and if she masturbates is like that just there's something there that doesn't there's something there that you cross the line it's just yeah and that when put in a situation where you have control over somebody that's what comes out like that's the first thing that comes out like mm-hmm. it starts off asking my job and then if i have a, a boyfriend girlfriend lovers and so it's like the fourth question uh, mm-hmm. on is it are you flicking the pod bean you flicking five stars, like <laughs> I, I just feel like I feel like this is somebody looking for that opportunity to be in control of somebody, mm-hmm. and I don't think that I don't think you can make that better. No, I don't know. Go be a fucking hypnotist and hypnotize people to stop smoking or whatever, or mm-hmm. stop playing their fucking didgeridoo or whatever they do in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> They start start. I'm 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 absolutely positive that every Australian is hypnotized to think that Vegemite is good. Yeah. So there has to be like government positions in Australia to hypnotize people to tell them that fucking Vegemite's good. They got to do it like at an early age. Yeah, you know? for sure. But Way. see, that's the thing. You get you get a, a girl in there, and you're trying to hypnotize her to make her think that Vegemite on fucking toast is is the bee's knees. And the next thing you know, you're asking her about how she's cranking it. Like that, you just can't like. You can well, that, now. Now we can't even do that. Vegemite, the tasty yeast spread. So, well, it's not always just on toast. <laughs> what else does it go on? <laughs> I don't know. You have to hypnotize me, and I'll tell you. <laughs> have you ever been to Australia? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's on my that list. surprises me. I know. It's just it's so on the other direction of everywhere else I've uh, I've gone. Yeah, but it also just seems like if England. <laughs> Shipped off all their criminals? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, obviously, yes. <laughs> if England were run by the Sex Pistols, that'd be Australia. So yeah. I just feel like you'd be like, "Oh, I'm fucking in. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm fucking in, mate." And just, yeah, we, and just jumping right in at like it's 18. just been hard trying to. I mean, the the kids are, are newly gone, so uh, it was just always hard to find a time to because it's a yeah, a that's at least flight. a ten dayer. Yeah, you're going over yeah. there for ten days. Yeah, so far away, you, you can't just make a weekend or a long week or anything. No, like there's that. no weekend. There's no weekending in Sydney. <laughs> I um, need a weekend in in Bahrain, so it can be done. Jesus. Yeah, it was a bad idea. <laughs> um, this isn't your. I, I don't think this is the parents' fault. I really don't. No, I, I think, think this is parents just grasping for answers and being like, "Yeah, it, it worked for the brother," you know. And yeah, obviously, and- he's, he's probably not asking these questions to the brother. Well, that and, and you, no one assumes that masturbation is to be brought up uh, in a questionnaire. I mean, th- there's no way they could have predicted this. That's just so out of left field. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. So, but this is definitely a tell that, like, that guy is just you just can't a trust that shit. guy around yeah. around mm-hmm. an 18 year old. Mm-hmm. I'm just imagining Kate Bosworth because that's what I imagine. Like every 18 year old Australian female is like just looks like Kate Bosworth, just fucking bronze and blonde, and just is when they're Sounds not good. When they're not, um, when they're not in the dental office, they're just surfing, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just in, you know, um, in the riptide, in the rip curl, whatever you call it, hanging ten. That's how you do it. That's what I imagine every eighteen-year-old Australian female does. Um, I I, the weird, right. I don't get the husband thing. One of his female employees sat with me, and I mistakenly called the doctor her husband. And I said something like, I'm sorry, I know he's your husband, but she interrupted me and started talking about her dead husband, which mortified me a bit and honestly yeah. made the situation more bizarre. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I typically wouldn't want my assistant, like, while we're waiting for anesthesia, like, hey, let me tell you about my dead husband. Yeah, that's that's an interesting segue. That's um, I would maybe want my assistant to maybe do a little therapy first before coming back to work. Yeah, maybe. That's probably um, good idea. I don't, so yeah, like, do you need to know the dates? I feel like on this, you don't, right? If something like, like if you, 
oh, like he did a DO on me and it it failed and I needed it redone and I'm pissed off and I'm filing a complaint. Like they're probably gonna be like, yeah, can you give us some details on it? At the same time, it's gonna be statute of limitations. I mean, if it was, but what's the statute? I don't like what. I mean, he's a creep, right? Like, is there a statute of limitations on being a creep? I don't think so. Because it's obvious, like, I don't think he broke a law. Yeah. Well, Because I don't still, think there's was, a law that says you can't ask a patient if they masturbate. Well, you not can't yet. Hip, you can't try to hypnotize a patient and ask them if they rub one out. Like, that's like that's not going to be spelled out. So, But it just has to be, like, professional behavior or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I have, You know, I'm not going to pretend to be a, a, a Australian jurisprudence expert. So I don't yeah. know. They may not have a statute of limitation. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this, like this line of questioning, you know, if it's a clinical procedure or Mm -hmm. if it's a billing error or something like that, it's only been three years. Yeah. That's, that's what I just realized. It's it's not that long ago. So I absolutely, you don't need dates. You don't need Mm -hmm. any of that. Just fucking call whatever board it is. Yeah. Just give give him this guy's name. If you haven't been back, you you can figure it out. They'll have your chart notes. Yeah. Three years, they'll have your chart and Mm -hmm. they'll be able to, (laughs) I wonder what that chart note looks like. (laughs) <laughs> hypnotized patient asked about her vagina like yeah. well, all right maybe not maybe not write that in the chart note i pulled a um, blurry sally <laughs> if it's only like if it's been 23 years eh, all right i don't know yeah i still would probably make my chip my i i bet you know it's like that the people in texas here like i know that the people, like the people on the Texas board, know exactly who Pizza Man is. They know his name. They know where he uh-huh. is. They know a lot about him, yep. and they're kind of waiting for their chance, right? I would um, hope. My hunch is, whatever board this is, they fucking know this guy. This isn't like this isn't the first time they've heard something, right? Maybe it's got to start somewhere. True, but I don't know if he's like doing hypnosis and sedation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This shit's happened before. It just it didn't happen with the brother because he's not into the brother. Mm-hmm. He's into her. She's into fucking Kate Bosworth. Yeah, and doesn't really say how old the dentist is. So, I mean, what if he's a new grad? He's only been out for four years. Then what uh, the fuck are you doing trying to hypnotize somebody? <laughs> maybe that's uh, on the curriculum in Australia. That seems like the hypnotism thing. Definitely seems to me like. It's it's the fucking like it's the dentist that sells Rodan and Fields, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. It's like you're not if you're like Michael App is not fucking grasping for like hypnotism shit. No. He's fucking preps teeth. Yep. Because he's good at it, mm-hmm. and that's what and he gets paid enough because he's good and he gets mm-hmm. good results, and that's all you need. Yeah. You're not like grasping for, for the fucking hypnotism straw, if you're not like you know, either struggling in some other parts of the practice, people think you're an asshole. You're not, you know, you're, you don't have good retention of your patients. You're not good at marketing. You, you know, like it, it, your clinical dentistry isn't bringing patients in. You have to find some other way to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's sort of the deal. And like, you know, those of us like people like you and me who post clinical cases and stuff like that, are trying to use our dentistry and our results to get patients in. Right. We don't have to rely on fucking come here and let me hypnotize you. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I do it. The hypnotizing? No, I try to try to demonstrate clinical excellence. Right. Uh, you yeah. show your cases. Yep. There's like so that remember that Shavno Park magazine I told you that I was in. Right. Uh huh. So I, I, you know, I started talking to that lady a few months ago and decided to put an ad in it because it's like kind of my demographic and that's uh-huh. fine and it's yeah. cheap. So I put an ad in, in that in that magazine and there's like four other dentists who advertise in that magazine and not a single one of them show a fucking tooth that they've done anything on. Uh-huh. One of them is just all like clip art from like Office <laughs> 2008. Jesus. Oh, okay. Thanks, Western Dental Care. Great advertisement. <laughs> it's got that little floating paper clip. Do you need yeah, some help? <laughs> exactly. What is Clippy? <laughs> fucking Clippy. Come see this. Come see this dentist. <laughs> and then there's another like husband wife dentist team who lives in my neighborhood who I like. I like them very much, but like their ad is just a like their family portrait or whatever. Gotcha. 
I was like, show some fucking teeth, people. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Show a case. What are you afraid of? Mm-hmm. Show, show, show some fucking teeth. Put some teeth on the page. Right. And so I, I just feel like there's a lot of people out there who can't market that part because they don't have that part. And, and maybe just because of documentation, right? I've, mm-hmm. I worked for a dentist who had amazing cases. He, he couldn't take a fucking photo to save his life. Yeah. He never documented anything, right? But he's got amazing cases. He could do it. I just feel like that's, especially of, of, of people who are 45 and younger, mm-hmm. I feel like those people are going to be pretty good because you're not going to get great results if you can't take photos to communicate with your lab and right. communicate with your patient. You know what I mean? So it's just like, that's all fucking tied together. And so if you're like relying on hypnotism to grow your practice, it's because you can't fucking prep teeth. It's because you can't like get, you can't put good, you can't put up good, good cases. You know, you can't put up good cases in print or on a screen. Mm -hmm. And so that's why you're off into these fucking weeds and just like get good at the fucking dentistry and get off of the, get out of the weeds, get out of these fucking hypnotism weeds. Even Kenny shows cases, even fucking (laughs) pizza man shows cases. It's true. (laughs) <laughs> if he can do it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I this is a tough look for this dentist. And I yeah. think they should they should not not be able to do they should definitely not be doing hypnotism. They right. definitely should not be alone with any women in their operatory. And they they maybe just shouldn't do this anymore. That sounds uh that sounds prudent. This post has eleven thousand upvotes. Wow. It has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven awards on it. It was posted 20 days ago. Wow. So this post is fucking slamming. Sounds um, like it. A lot of people just being like, this is not, like, that is not, uh, that is not normal. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people blaming the parents. which Really? Really? Yeah, but there's a lot of this guy's a predator, which I just I I just 100 percent agree with. Mm-hmm. I I just think I think if this is what comes up in that situation, it's because he had a modicum of control, and this is like this is what comes out, and that's just that's just predator behavior, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um. Anyway, I had another question lined up, but that mm-hmm. was just too there was just was too juicy. much meat on that bone. That was juicy. Um, holy shit. Yeah, fuck it. This guy's a predator, man. <laughs> and not like the good kind that can see in heat. That's right. You know, see the heat, like the, heat map. the infrared heat. Yeah, heat map. Yeah. And um, that would be a fucking pretty cool thing to have. Because you think like, especially as an endodontist, you can like look at the pulp. Oh, sure. And see like the pulp is hot, right? Like, mm. ooh, you know, uh, yeah. really make diagnosis better. This is the only thing that would really be good for in dentistry. Probably. I guess infections. You like see maybe uh, implants. You can see your osteotomy overheated. Oh shit! I forgot. Yeah, that wouldn't actually. That would not be bad. That would actually be pretty good. And same thing for a tooth, I guess. Right? As you're prepping a tooth. Sure. You don't have that water spraying. Yeah. Better slow down. This one's you overheating. Yeah, I remember once I went to a, a Gordon lecture. This is 07, 08, okay. probably. All right. And Gordon talked about how much water should come out of your handpiece, like in a minute. Like you should you should take your handpiece, and I don't remember what the number was. You take your handpiece, you hold it over like a green alginate bowl and run it with the water spray all in the bowl. And you should okay. measure it, and it should be a certain number of milliliters. And I don't fucking huh. remember what that number was. I've never heard that anywhere else before. Interesting. That, and I just think he just made it up because I just probably, can't imagine that like well sixty three percent of the statistics are made up on the fly. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I just can't imagine that like there's a study that's been like nope, nope, fifty seven mLs. Uh, you know, one percent more of those people had endo, and uh-huh. at fifty eight mLs, that was like the sweet spot. Fifty nine mLs, like no change. You know, it's just too much yeah. water. Like I just can't imagine like anybody's doing that study. Yeah. So it just so. like I just like that's it has to be like just a made up number. It's got to be. Yeah. I'm gonna see if I can get a hold of Gordon. Although I don't know him at all, I've never really ever talked to him. Tell I'm gonna, him I'm gonna have Mike. But you go. Him. You tweet out to him. D's nuts. <laughs> Gordon D's nuts. <laughs> it's a fucking great callback, Lance. 
really good. Um, is it my turn for a song? It is. Uh-huh. Um, hey, uh, hit us with a rating. Um, if you're into hypnotism dentistry or your friends are, don't let them, actually don't let them know about this episode. <laughs> yeah, probably really, wait till next week. That's probably better. Because I think we railed on those people pretty hard until yeah, basically said they were shitty dentists. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, hit us up with a, a rating. Uh, what's your favorite number? I'm uh, a big fan of five. How many times do you like to be hypnotized? At least five times in a row. Yeah, five times. Mm-hmm. Um, hit us up uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, please <laughs> don't ask anybody about it. <laughs> Just a bad idea. <laughs> Just a bad idea. Um, yeah. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits. Facebook, workinginterferences, Josh Lance. Funny shit for dentists and dental team members. Um, hit us up on Twitter at Winter Francis. You can find me on Twitter tweeting shit at Howard Ferran <laughs> at Josh Austin DDS. Uh, you can find Land. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Winterferences. You can find Lance on Instagram at Dr Timmerman DMD. You can find me on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. Um, this song is from somebody named Bo Burnham. You know who Bo Burnham is? Fuck yeah. All right, so Love um, Bo Burnham's um, Make Happy was his last stand-up special before Inside. Inside came out recently on Netflix. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Inside is, um, I remember the first time I saw Raw by Eddie Murphy. I was like a kid. Uh-huh. Um, and when I saw Raw, I was just like, I mean, it was really my first exposure to a stand-up special. Uh-huh. And I remember seeing Raw and just thinking like, holy shit, like, this is a thing. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. This is something like this is what is this isn't a movie. It's not a TV show. It's not a play. I don't know what this is, but this is great. And it and and raw kind of shaped stand up specials for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think inside is going to do that. Um, that may yeah. not be a great thing because there's a shit ton of comedians that have no chance of pulling off what Bo Burnham did. Right. But inside is just I mean, just the. For especially like you, you as somebody is like into like production mm-hmm. and like audiophile recording and all that shit. Um, what he did by himself in a fucking room over a year—that was amazing. Lighting was... all of it himself, recording all of it himself, mixing uh-huh. all of it himself, editing it all himself—crazy. Um, in addition to fucking writing it, it's mind blowing. Um, he's a genius. I, Make Happy came out um, several years ago, and there's the, the probably second second or the last third of Make Happy. Um, he he does a a pretty pretty hardcore rail against social media, which some beats of that have kind of made their way into my Shanford Psyche talk. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I love Make Happy. Um, Detola loves Inside way more than 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 I do. I love Inside, but I he is like it's seminal for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I still would pick Make Happy over Inside, but I think Inside is required viewing for everybody. I, yeah. um, and so last week, they released the songs from Inside on um, all streaming music platforms, so Apple mm-hmm. Music and Spotify and all that. And so it's um, it's most of the beats of the special but just without the audio or without the visual which is mm-hmm. you know at least half of the half of the shit right um and so my favorite song from it is called how the world works and um we'll we'll put that that that's going to be the song here is bo burnham how the world works if you All like right. it and you haven't seen inside it is long it's like 90 minutes <laughs> so carve out 90 minutes and yeah. watch inside yeah, um, it, it's worth it, it but it, it's it's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, it's just like when I think of what went into that, right? The writing in and of itself is just my, like it's just to write ninety minutes worth of that, like kind of stand up, but not really. And there's no audience, and so mm-hmm. it's just kind of a bunch of goofy songs with little bits in between. It's just crazy, and then to shoot it himself. Mm-hmm. and then to light it himself and to audio engineer it himself and then to mix it and edit it and put it and do every single fucking step himself. And that's one of the cool things that I, that I liked about it was um, he showed a lot of that, like him rigging up the camera uh-huh. or like setting and like tripping over a cord, uh-huh. you know, and, and all of that it. shit. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like messing it up, you know, that was like a lot of the interstitial, like the cuts between bits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed seeing some of that because just thinking of like the hours that went into figuring out all the like where to stand and where to have uh-huh. the camera and all that was just fucking, it just was, it's, you know, I, I think when we look back on, on the pandemic and look back at some of the art produced there obviously isn't going to be a lot of it because typically stuff like that in music or TV or film all has to have a bunch of people, right? You got to right. have your lighting guy and your audio guy and this guy and that guy and that guy. And, and you don't, you, nobody had any of that. And so it was like for somebody to say, fuck it, I'm going to do it all myself. Like that's just Jesus, mm-hmm. just an insane level. And I know that you've done a lot of that. Like when you record, you recorded a bunch of videos for, mm-hmm like your website and for your YouTube channel. And you did a lot of that yourself, Uh um, lighting it and editing it and all that kind of stuff, mixing it. So I knew, I knew you would have an appreciation for that. Definitely. That was amazing. Um, so listen to the song. Um, again, it's, it's, uh, how the world works. If you like it, go watch, uh, Bo Burnham inside on Netflix, um, carve 90 minutes for it. I know it's long, but it's, it's worth it. it. Um, and, and you'll be better for it you'll enjoy it. And, um, you might cry a couple times and you'll laugh a bunch of times and, um, it'll be good. You'll enjoy it. So for Lance Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace. And don't fucking hypnotize people just to fucking numb them up and use (laughs) a benzodiazepine. Use Halcyon. What the Uh fuck are you people doing? These fucking Australians. Jesus Christ. Today we're going to learn about the world. The world that's around us is pretty amazing. But how does it work? It must be complicated. The secret is the world can only work when everything works together. A bee drinks from a flower and leaves with its pollen. A squirrel in a tree spreads the seeds that have fallen. Everything works together. The biggest elephant, the littlest fly. The gophers underground, the birds in the sky. And every single cricket, every fish in the sea gives what they can and gets what they need. That is how the world works. That is how the world works. From A to zebra to the worms in the dirt. That's how it works. Hey everyone, look who stopped by to say hello. It's Socko. Hey. Where you been, Socko? I've been where I always am when you're not wearing me on your hand. In a frightening liminal space between states of being. Not quite dead, not quite alive. It's similar to a constant state of sleep paralysis. Sako, we were just talking about the world and how it works. Boy, that sounds complicated. Do you have anything you'd want to teach us about the world? I wouldn't say anything that you probably haven't already said yourself. I don't know about that, Sako. How about you give it a try? All right. The simple narrative taught in every history class is demonstrably false and pedagogically classist. Don't you know the world is built with blood and genocide and exploitation? The global network of capital essentially functions to separate the worker from the means of production and the FBI killed Martin Luther King. Private property's inherently theft and neoliberal fascists are destroying the left and every politician every cop on the street protects the interests of the pedophilic corporate elite that is how the world works that is how the world works genocide the natives say you got to it first that's how it works that's pretty intense no shit. What can I do to help? Read a book or something, I don't know. Just don't burden me with the responsibility of educating you. It's incredibly exhausting. I'm sorry, Sako. I was just trying to become a better person. Why do you rich fucking white people insist on seeing every socio-political conflict through the myopic lens of your own self-actualization? This isn't about you. 
So either get with it, or get out of the fucking way! Watch your mouth, buddy. <laughs> Remember who's on whose hand here. But that's what I- have you not been fucking listening? We are in all right, all in a right, way- right, wait, 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 no, please! I don't wanna go back! I can't go- I can't go back. Please. Please. I'm sorry. Are you gonna behave yourself? Yes. Yes. What? Yes, sir. Look at me. Yes, sir. That's better. That is how the world works. That is how the world works. I hope you learned your lesson. I did and it hurt. That 